Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews speaker and coach Georgia Woodbine. Georgia helps people create the life you love. She has written a number of books, including Total BS, Body and Soul, and developed the Create the Life You Love Vision Planner Journal. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have Georgia Woodbine, coach, author, and speaker. Welcome to the show today. Hi, Gabby. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do? So there's always a backstory that leads to where you currently are. So for me, I think it started about maybe, I want to date myself, but maybe 16, 17 years ago, I really started to ask myself that very important question. Why am I here? And I remember during that time, I was going through some health issues and I was on a job that I really didn't like. And I was underpaid, overworked. And I just, I would go in the bathroom and just cry and say, I just want to get out of this situation. And I just did not know how, how I was going to, you know, be able to support myself and do something that I love and transition. Right. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it, you know, once I started to ask myself that serious question, once I had that health issue, it's like, I woke up one day, I was in a cubicle at work and I remember passing out. I remember just fainting. And when I got to the hospital, they said that I was dehydrated. So at that point in time, you know, I had other health issues going on and I took some time off from work. And I remember I was out for maybe about three months and they kept calling me. HR was like, when do you come back to work? When do you come back to work? And I'm like, I don't know if I really want to come back to work. I don't know if I really want to continue with that unhealthy environment. And so that was the exit strategy for me to come out of a situation where I was unhappy, overworked, underpaid to really make that decision for change. And I think for most of us, something has to happen for us to have our back up against the wall to be forced to make a decision. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think so. I think you have to be kind of in a place where you hit that rock bottom. You hit that point where you're like, yep, I'm done. I can't do this anymore for sure. So you hit that point and then you decided to become a transformational coach. So what exactly is it you do? What does that look like? How do you help people? So I always tell people when your business becomes successful, it's always because you figured out how to solve a problem for yourself. And then you share that with other people. And for me, the, the life coach pieces, like I was always a life coach. I didn't know that. You know what I mean? I was always, and I think about being in high school and how, you know, when you talk about your purpose and how do you know that this is your gift or this is your talent or this is your natural ability. And it's, it's something that you do so naturally that you don't even realize that it's your gift. 
And that's why for most people, they say, I don't know what my gift is. I don't know what my talent is. It's something that you do naturally for other people. It's a lot harder to do. And that's when I realized that, wow, this is my gift, you know, like speaking in front of people. That was a big fear that I had. So it's also about confronting your fears, right? And so that's how the whole, you know, the whole thing started. Writing was something that I was naturally good at. Did I know I would become an author? Did I know I would author several books? No. Did I know how to go about it? No. But I trust my instinct and I went with it and I I prayed about it and I meditated and I really took that time to self-reflect because I think when you pull yourself away from those voices, because there's always voices, right? There's the negative voice that says, you know, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. And then you have that positive voice that's saying, you can do it. You can, you can make this happen. You have the potential. And it's just those two voices always battling in your head, right? And so I chose to turn down the negative voice and turn up that positive voice. And that's what I was able to really tap into, like, you know, my gifts, my talents, my skill set, things, experience that I've learned on a job and how to really connect those dots. And that's how it worked for me. I was able to come out of debt. I was able to you know, transition and create the life I love. So then I said, I want to share this with other people. And that's how I even became a life coach. It wasn't something that I said, wow, I'm going to be a life coach one day. It didn't happen that way. Yeah. So how important would you say that your mindset is for changing your lifestyle and creating a life you love? How, I mean, what is it about mindset and using that as a tool to create or change your lifestyle? It's so important. I mean, the mindset is the biggest barrier between where you are and where you're trying to go. And most people don't even realize, but there's two basic mindsets that shapes our lives. It's a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And if you don't know which one you have, you don't even understand why you're your, your habits are a certain way or why you think a certain way or why you even make decisions the way that you do. When you have a fixed mindset, you basically believe that your quality is a carbon stone based on where you, where you grew up, where you live, you know, what you've been exposed to. This is all I know. This is, this is all I'm going to become. That's when you have a fixed mindset. You're afraid to try things new because you're afraid of, afraid of, it not working out. You're you, you don't want to learn new things because it's too challenging. That's when you know you have a fixed mindset. When you have a growth mindset, you understand that you can cultivate anything through work and effort. You can create the life you love. You know, you're willing to try new things because you understand that when I try something new, I am growing, I am learning, I am evolving. So that's how you know you have those two different mindsets. And I think for for anybody in life, when you're trying to, you know, transition, it doesn't matter. It could be in a relationship. It could be with your health. It could be with your job. It could be with anything. You have to make that decision that I'm going to make a commitment. I'm going to make a commitment to this. I'm going to stick this out. And it has a lot to do with your mindset because when you have a positive mindset, you believe in what you're doing and you're willing to to deal with the challenges and the obstacles and the setbacks because this is something that 
gives you passion. And that's as a life coach, that's a lot of what I teach how to focus on your passion. When we're talking about creating the life you love, it's about it's about doing something that makes you feel good. It's about having a zest for life. It's about waking up in the morning and, and being excited. W- wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we're, being being passionate about things. I think I think a lot of people are not passionate about things. I think, you know, and like you said, things that you do that you don't know that you do or or are just kind of innate abilities that you have and you don't understand you don't see that they are abilities for you or that that you are passionate about it so you know people that do i remember one time my sister said to me you're very lucky that you knew what you wanted to do and i'm like it wasn't luck it was a lot of work it was a lot of hard work for me to really dive deep into into who i was and and experiment with things and try different things and take different classes and i mean i changed my major and I was a different major before I changed my major to this major. And then I, you know, I took me seven years to graduate from college and I'm not, I'm not a doctor, you know, all those things. It took me a long time to figure out the path that I wanted to be on. It wasn't just like one day you wake up and you're like, I want to be this. Mm -hmm. And not to say that there aren't those people. There absolutely are people that are, you know, are, are like, I wanted to be a doctor from, from the time I was a child, or I always knew that I would be, you know, a therapist, or I always knew that I would be an astronaut. I that was just my passion. But most people are not like that. But I think most people don't really dive deep into those things about themselves. And don't take the time and the effort to actually think about who they are and what they really love to create a life they love. Because I think we're told so much that it's, you know, you, you go to high school, you graduate from high school, you go to college, you get a job, you work your job, you save for retirement, you retire, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. But why? I mean, why does it have to be like that? Why do we have to do those things in that way, in that order? If that's not what we want to do, maybe we want we want to travel the world. We maybe we want to be TikTok stars. Maybe I don't know. You know, there's so many things to life and passions that we can create in ourselves. And we don't have to. A life is not the same as it was 50, 100 years ago. You don't work at a job no. until you retire. It just isn't that way anymore. And it's not even, it's not people, it's companies too. Companies don't have that commitment to employees. Employees don't have that commitment to companies. So you have the opportunity to do so many things and be passionate and learn and explore yourself in so many different ways. That is so true. I mean, look at the pandemic. Look at what's happened. So many people right now are looking for jobs that they can work from home. I think that when you talk about this new normal, people were like, you know what? Going through this pandemic, I realized that I like the new normal. I don't <laughs> like the old normal. I don't want to go to work every day. I want to work from home. I want to be able to walk my dog. I want to go yeah. for a walk with my family. I want to sit down yeah. and have dinner with my family. So we're seeing that change. We are totally seeing change. Look at all the people on social media. These, uh, what do you call them? Um, 
these people like that, that influencers. have large brand, right exactly influencers right they came up with a name for it yeah like they're creating the life that they love whether it's oh i would like to travel i'm gonna post pictures about this i'm gonna post videos about this oh you know i like doing this i love you know i love clothes like it, people are like you said it's a big shift it's a big shift happening mm-hmm. because people are making money online doing what they love. Yeah, We're absolutely. Seeing that shift happen. So people need to realize there are options, but let's really think about it. You have to have a plan, right? You can't just do things and jump into things without a plan because just because you see somebody being successful at something doesn't mean that you're going to be successful at that particular thing. You have to really plan it out. And like you said, people don't know, like you said, it took you seven years to figure out what you wanted to do. When people see influencers, they don't know how long they've been working at their craft. Right. They have no idea what they've done, the time they invested. And, and that's like a, like an all day thing, promoting yourself on social media. Mm-hmm. It's not something you do like once a week. So mm-hmm. people have to understand that with anything, there is no overnight success. And I think people need to understand that, that just because you see someone being successful, you don't know the time and energy and the work that they put into it. But people look at me and they're like, oh my gosh, how did you do it? How did you write all these books? How'd you get all these products? Listen, work. It yeah. took work. It took effort. It took self-reflection. It took not wasting time, you know, time management, all of these things, it plays a role in your success. Yeah. So why do you think people, aside from that, because I think one of the reasons that people have a hard time achieving their goals is because they want instant success. Why do you think people struggle to achieve their goals otherwise? Well, I think that one of the big things is that people lack discipline. And when you don't have discipline and it's really hard to focus on anything and most people, they'll start something, but they won't finish it because like you said, they don't see microwave results. And I think that the average person is looking for a quick fix. They're looking for something to work right away. And in life, you have to give it time. You know, like even if you're going through a career transition, you're not just going to automatically be successful at this new career. You have to take the time out. You have to, you know, you set goals and, and really look at what your habits are and look at what you need to change those bad habits that you need to change. And, And it's always about, you know, one of the things that I share that is so important in life is to create a mission statement for your life. Because most people think a mission statement is just for large organizations, like for non-for-profits, but create a mission statement for your life. Because when you learn to do that, it starts to make your life make sense. You're not chasing, racing, going in different directions and feeling confused and overwhelmed. When you create a mission statement, what it does is it makes you understand why you're spending time doing things that you're doing, why you're participating in certain events or certain things like this, doing this show, like I'll share an example of what a mission statement sounds like. This is my mission statement. So my mission statement is I, Georgia Woodbine, am here to inspire, motivate, and empower 1 million plus people to transform their mindset 
to change their lives. So now that is my mission statement. So now I understand that with this mission statement, I can choose what I want to be involved with. I can surround myself with things that contribute to this mission statement. So that's why it's so important for people to have a mission statement in their life. You know, you feel more grounded and, you know, personal growth is really becoming aware with, you know, your abilities, but not only that, identifying activities that allow you to develop and maximize who you really are. Well, I think it's kind of been difficult too with everything that's been changing around us around the world and it's constantly changing and that's that's been really hard for a lot of people to grasp. I think a lot of people in business tour entrepreneurs where we're constantly trying to pivot our business and and go, "Oh my god, what are we doing? How do we do this? What are, what now? What what what's what? Like? what? <laughs> and I think for people in their lives too. They're realizing they want different things. So what are some early lessons that you learned personally that can help other people to, uh, to learn and cope with a constantly changing world? Because things are going to constantly change from here on out. This is, this is just kind of what it is. And, and it's okay but we're going to have to adjust to the way things are changing now. So how can other people cope with that and deal with things that are constantly changing? Well, the first step is to always recognize that the only thing in life that's constant is change. Things are always going to change. Nothing stays the same you know, it's all a part of how we evolve as individuals. There's always going to be change. You're always going to change a job. You're always going to change maybe where you live. You're going to change your relationship. You know, it's whether you want it to happen or not, change is going to happen. And I think as human beings, we learn how to cope with change because most people don't even realize their strength. They don't even realize how powerful they are and how much they have that mental toughness to adjust to change. And just like, think about this pandemic, you know, we, we live through it, we're living through it. We're still coping with it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not the end of the world. You know, we're learning how to readjust and, 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 and learn new things. Think about like all the people that never even knew how to learn Zoom and how, you know, they had to readjust to a new way of communicating. And mm -hmm. I think that it's, it's to me, I, I, I honestly think that this pandemic brought about so many great things because I think there's so many businesses that's been birthed because of the pandemic. I think more people tapped into themselves. There was a lot more self-reflection thinking about like, am I really happy with the way my life was before the pandemic? Or now that it's forcing me through a shift, will I just roll with that shift and continue to just evolve as a person? So I, I honestly believe that, you know, we're, we're made to adapt, right? You know, as human beings, that's how we're, we're made up. So I think that when you are in a situation, that is when that part of your brain starts to learn how to become a, a problem solver. So I think as, as individuals, we already have that, but once you understand that change is going to happen anyway, nothing ever stays the same. That's half the battle right there. 
Definitely. So how did you handle changes uh, with you personally creating a life that you love? Oh, my challenges. Gosh. Oh, wow. Changes, Not challenges. Let's <laughs> say changes. We're talking about changes. But. Well, I could tell you, I fought very hard to retrain my thought process because I think like we talked about in the beginning of this interview, it's, it's, it's always about your mindset. And once you start to really laser in on, like you said, changing your mindset, because you remember, it's like we were programmed from the time we were a child. This is what the job you should get. This is what you should do. This is when you should get married. This is when you should have kids. You know, think about all the things that society puts on us that we're like, okay, that is the right way. Who says that's the right way? Or this is how you should look. Right. Who says you have to have a kid by 30? You know, like who put these rules in place? You know, we we are, you know, we're so taught to be so one sided. And for me, how I was able to deal with a lot of the challenges was to unlearn a lot of the things I learned, unlearn the way people said life should be and really just, you know, learning about who I am. And and the only way to learn about who you are as an individual is to really declutter and simplify your life. When you declutter your life, I'm talking about negative energy, negative things, things that bring you down, things that make you make you not feel good. You know, once you start to self-reflect, you understand your energies around you and you understand what energies not to have around you. And that's how powerful you become. It's like to the point where, I mean, meditation for me was very big with dealing with challenges in my life because what meditation did for me, it was, it taught me how to be still. And sometimes in life, you have to be still when you're, you're making life-changing decisions. You have to learn how to quiet the mind so that you can really, really get a clear focus of what it is that you're trying to create. So Mm -hmm. meditation helped me a lot. Um, You know, changing my mindset helped me to deal with my challenges. Um, And really like tapping into that deeper part of myself and focusing more on my my passion and my purpose. And when you start to, to focus on your purpose, you don't worry about money. And I'll tell you why. When you're doing something to help people, to help someone else when it's not self-motivating. So I always tell people, like when I coach my clients, I always ask them, what is your motive for success? You need to understand what your motive is because it cannot be just about money. You have to understand that we are all born with gifts. We all have the ability to maximize those gifts. It's not that people are better than you. It's not that they're smarter than you. It's not that they're greater than you. It's just that they're doing things differently. And when you learn to do something different, then you will see something different. Yeah. I always say that if your motivation is money, then money will not come because money may motivate you but it doesn't motivate people to come to you because your motivation is not to help them. 
your motivation is not for them. Your motivation is for them to give you money. And why? What reason or what purpose do those people need you? For money? For To give you money? I mean, people know that. People know when you are sincere about your approach to what you're doing. People know when you really truly care about them. People know when you know their name when they walk through the door, when you respond to them immediately, when you know what is their ailment or what is what they're looking to achieve or what their goal is, or when you know their their kids' names or their family history or you know, were there when their grandkids were born or whatever it may be. People know when you are genuine and true and people know when your motivation is to take their money. And they may not at first, but they will figure it out. And I have always said that because although people might be successful in stealing money from you or taking money from you and that's fine, you know, at the end of the day, they'll figure it out. And and that's when you'll, you'll get your negative reviews, you'll get your people that are upset with you. And then you might have to, your business will be unsuccessful or you might have to shut down the business and start another business or start a different path or whatever it might be. You might have to have more than one path, but your passion should be your passion because it is a true passion, not because you are chasing the dollar. Because if that is your goal, then you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. You should be working for the dollar. You should be working at a company that pays you to do a job and that is it. Not because you want to help people or, or whatever it is, because that's, it's not, you are not going to find a quick dollar bill. You are not going to be a millionaire just because you are selling, you know, a bunch of different MLMs and mm -hmm. trying to get people to do what you do and sell this and do this and take this. And, oh, I, I saw this result and look at me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> not to say that things don't work. Right. My point right. is, is that people know, people know when you really true truly care and are passionate about what you do yeah. and you know it's there is a certain motivation behind what 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 we do and what we love mm -hmm. and it just is you you will be successful if you are not chasing the dollar if you it might take you five years, 10 years, 15 years, because you don't know what goes behind, behind mm -hmm. that Instagram or behind that exactly. TikToker, behind, behind the scenes of the <laughs> author that took, you know, 10 years to write her first book or cookbook or what a program or whatever mm -hmm. it is, get up their website. Right. There is a lot that goes in behind it. There's a lot of passion that goes in behind it. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. It is a lot of sweat equity that goes into what you do. And if you are just chasing the dollar, people know that it is not genuine for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's, it's, you know, it's dealing with the obstacles, the setbacks, the challenges, but saying, you know what, I still want to do this because I love it because it makes me feel good. When you're doing something that you know you're passionate about, 
you do it for free. That's how you know it's your passion. And you have done it for free, I'm sure. Right. Because you, you know, you, you <laughs> or very, very little money at some point. Know, of course, we all have. <laughs> and I think that that's a part of it. That's all a part of your success because you're not thinking about the money. You're thinking about helping people. You're thinking about, like, especially for me, when people say, wow, Georgia, you know, you have so many people that you have so many followers or you have so many clientele of people that want what you have. And I say, because it's about being authentic. It's about sharing your story of how you wasn't dead. It's about being transparent about mm -hmm. what you struggled with. It's about being honest and upfront and saying, yeah, I wasn't dead. Yeah, I lost my car. Yeah, I lost my house. Yes, I did with that. I dealt with this. I was a single mom. Yes, I lost my job. You know, and, and putting it out there and saying, I understand, I feel your pain. I've been there. I know what it's like to feel unsure. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to have my back against the wall and not know what the next move's gonna be. I know what it feels like because I've been there. So when the pandemic came, I told people, listen, I've already been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is easy breezy, like cover girl. I'm like, come on, I've been there. So you, you, you learn how to become a problem solver. Yeah. You learn how to not let situations keep you stuck. You learn a way around things because you have to really ask yourself and think about your life as a, a metaphor, like a garden. What kind of garden are you trying to plant? Like, yeah. what do you want in your garden? You know, what, what do you want to grow in your garden? So your garden is your life. And what purpose does your garden serve? Yeah. Think about your life as a garden. You know, what you plant, what you put in is what you get out. You know, right. you have to. And you to have to plant the seeds and watch the seedlings grow and wait <laughs> and then wait for the fruit. Yes, definitely. And wait for it to blossom. There's a there's a quote that I love, and it's by Earl Nightingale, and it says, "Whatever we plant, our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality." So it's always about what you're planting, right? What you're putting your energy into, what you're putting your time into. Trust me, when you believe in what you're doing and when you said like when you're doing it for the right reasons and when you're doing it because you're really passionate about it and you're not, you're not doing it for the money because if you're doing it for the money, you may not see the money for a very long time. So don't do it for the money <laughs> because you may not see the money, you know, for years to come. So do it for the passion, do it for the excitement, do it for the love. Because guess what? You won't ever get tired of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So what would be your best advice for people to stay motivated in the long term? Because it can be a hard road for a lot of things. I mean, not just not just business wise, but for, you know, fitness and health and and just lifestyle, anything. I mean, changing your patterns, changing your mindset, changing your motivation, all can take a long time. So what would be your best advice to help people to be able to stay motivated in the long term? The first 
would be to know your why. Your why. What is your why? What is my purpose? You know, it's the motivation for what you do. It's why you doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So understand your why, you know, to create the life that you love, you have to surrender all the preconceived notions of what you think happiness really is. You know, they always say the best things in life are free, right? So to get the joy, to get the happiness, to get the peace, you can get those things for free. Mm -hmm. So what are you really chasing? Know your why. The second is to prioritize your life based on the things that are important to you. What do I mean? You know, one of the most important commodities in life is time. So you don't want to waste it. Absolutely. You absolutely don't want to waste it. Time is finite. (laughs) We do (laughs) not have unlimited amounts of time. So use your time wisely. Exactly. And set goals, you know, figure out what you want and why you want it. You know, goals with a plan of action, you know, will get you where you're trying to go. You know, when they say out of sight, out of mind, meaning if you don't start writing down your goals, and that, that's why I created this. This is a, the Create the Life You Love. It's a vision planner journal. And it's just like a, a, um, like a, like a, like a, a vision board, but it's a planner. Mm-hmm. So it comes with like stickers, affirmation stickers. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you why I created this because this changed my life. You know, when I started writing down my goals, when I started understanding uh, what I was grateful for, when I started to put a plan of action in place every day of the week, you know, week to week, month to month, year to year, I started to see everything that I visualized manifest everything i mean i remember i had on my vision planner to go to italy and that's like a place i've always wanted to visit i wanted to go to vegas everything i've ever wanted to do i did you know i wanted to become um you know a speaker and get paid to speak and i started getting so let me tell you something people don't understand manifestation but manifestation is real And wherever your mindset is, and that's like I said, you can go to my website, www.georgiawithmind.com. I have a lot of free tools and I do want to give away a free gift too on the show when they Mm -hmm. go to the website, because it's always about giving away information. I, you know, people say, George, you have so many things on your website that are free because I'm giving you the tools. I'm giving you the tools to be successful. I'm telling you what I did. I'm giving it to you. So if you're still stuck, that's because of you. You know, because you're I mean? not putting that's, in the work and taking that's the time. Your choice. It's your decision. I mean, if people even, I mean, I have videos. I have tons of of videos on how to meditate, on how on time management, on how to set goals. Like you go to my website, there is so much free information. It's no reason for you to stay stuck. So if you're telling me like you don't know what to do. That's because you're not making an effort because there's so much information out there. 
that can help you on what you're trying to do. And like we said, you know, giving away free information. I do that all the time. People are like, George, you give so much away because I don't feel like I'm giving anything away. I just feel that this is my responsibility. This is why I was created. This is why I was born. I was born to do this. This is something that was embedded in me from the time I was in my mom's womb that I supposed to be doing. So for me, it doesn't feel like I'm giving away anything. I just feel like I'm living in purpose and I don't worry about money. I don't worry about where money's coming from and, you know, and things happen, things come to me, you know, things flourish because when you're, like you said, when you're doing things with the right motive and when you're doing it with that real sincerity and you're not doing it because you're thinking about what you're going to get. You know, like I, I always hate that saying that people say in sales, what's in it for me? Well, I don't think that way. <laughs> you know, I think about what is, what's in it for other people. Yeah. People what's your value? You. What's the value exactly. to the client? What value do you bring? And trust right. me, when you learn to solve a problem for someone, you will never have to worry about money. Yeah. So you have, uh, you wrote a book, Total BS, Body and Soul. You have the Create the Life You Love Vision Planner also uh, on your website. And you have a bunch of other books and stuff you've written also. So on your website, mm-hmm. um, but it's a georgiawoodbine.com. Uh, I'll have that link also uh, on the show notes and other links to your website and your shop and everything, uh, your Instagram and Facebook and all of that. But is there anything else you wanted to leave our listeners with today. Oh, thanks, sex. But I do want to give away a free gift to your audience. It's the five secrets to turn your passion into profits. And if they go to my website, www.georgiawoodbine.com, I think you may have the link um, if you want to put in your show notes, but they can go to the website, go to www.georgiawoodbine.com. You'll see it come up. You put your name, you put your email in and you'll get that free guide. And Trust me, like I don't teach what I don't know and I don't lead where I don't go. So it's so important for when when you get that information, it's your job. When you know most people say, um the the not the key to success is the it's that you you can create whatever you desire once you put that work and energy. And it's not just that knowledge is power. You know, people think knowledge is power, but it's not. It's the implementation of knowledge that's powerful. And once you understand that, you will really begin to see your life change. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I will I will definitely put um, all of that information in the show notes. So if anybody wants that um, five keys to success, uh, I, they can get that link and then get that download. Also, uh, you can find total BS and you can find the vision planner, um, create the life you love vision planner also on her website as well. Georgia, thank you so much for coming on thank the show today. You. Thank you so much for having me. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. We had uh, some great information today and hopefully we can help a lot of people create the life they love. That's why we do what we do. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening today, and we will see you all next week. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. 
you would like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes and on Gabrielle's website at www.destinationfitcations.com. Visit to keep an eye out for upcoming fitcations. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.